So here's what I want to do is I want to give an honorable mention to the entire AW tag team roster. <laughs> yes. All which 75 all factions. <laughs> yeah, which is literally They're everyone's everyone, top five. Yeah, everyone in AW. So if you watch AEW Dynamite in any time period since COVID, it's basically everybody that's outside of the ring clapping or cheering. <laughs> so mainly Austin Gunn. Yeah. Austin Gunn himself. Yeah. No, Austin Gunn gets his own special, He's a honorable, MVP. special honorable mention, yeah. Uh, no, I, I can uh, definitely start us off. Uh, honorable mentions, uh, I have two. One of them is Jurassic Express. Ooh, my boys. Okay. Just because I think they're pretty versatile. You know, they, they can really change the dynamic of a match between something in either Marco or uh, uh, Jungle Boy or, you know, Tassian. Lucha uh, and Luchasaurus. Marco. Yeah, like, like, they can really kind of mix the match up, which makes it interesting, based off of who they actually have going into the match itself. I'd agree. Um, I don't think they've had that point where, like, I, I expected them to do more this past year than they did. Yeah. And, and I don't know if that's because they got kind of caught, like, caught up with other storylines, but the, the tag division AW is just so much talent and so strong that it's tough for them to be away from, like, to be, in, like, they can't be in the top five. They just can't. Yeah. They, um, they're, they're, I really like. I think that they, they in particular were hit hard with the the crowd not being there. Yeah, they they are a, a team I really like. Um, my issue with uh, Jurassic Express, and this might be because they do the multiple teams. You know, the multiple yeah. te- whether it's Jungle Boy and Marco, or Marco and Lucha, or Lucha and Jungle Boy. I have not seen a truly great match out of them. I yep, I can agree um, with that. I think they every, don't have that bellwether match. Yeah, every team I'm thinking of in my top five has had one, if not banger of multiple match. awesome matches. Yep, no, I, I agree with that, and that's why they're in my honorable. Uh, my other honorable is uh, relatively recent in 2020, towards the end of 2020, but I find them very fun. Uh, and if you haven't been watching AW Dark, you don't know who I'm talking about. It's the Varsity Blondes. Ooh, oh, I, I who the fuck is Griff them, Garrison? Yeah. Who the fuck is Griff Garrison? That's and, Jungle Boy. And, yep. <laughs> that's you know that's, that's Jungle, Jungle Boy. <laughs> and flying Brian. And it happens Pilman both Griff Garrison and Jungle Boy are in my honorables. Yeah, um, they're the same. Yeah, uh, same same. Pilman Jr. Different. Um, so they've been fun, and mm-hmm. I like that they're kind of giving a nod back to Pilman Sr. Yeah, uh, and his tag work, mm-hmm. um, and just the connection there has been fun, and they've actually been putting in some good work on Dark. Uh, so I've enjoyed their matches. I enjoy like there. If I had to put like an up and comer for this upcoming year in the AEW tag division, mm-hmm. it'd be them or Top Flight. Yeah, I'd agree. And I think okay. I think they have more to offer than Top Flight does. Yeah, and uh, my number five is uh, gonna be a tie. I like it to be their proud and powerful and best friends, and Ooh. mostly because of their, their street, street fight, fight match. Street fight, yeah. That entire like story and them going back and forth and culminating in the street fight yeah was a highlight of the year it was just amazing it was you, you, know, you don't disrespect sue's sue, van, sue's van <laughs> the sue's van shirt yeah. <laughs> um and then the fight afterward just like it really highlighted both those teams really well um five-star match which i don't think either of those teams had ever experienced before yeah no. uh and it was a five-star match it was great it was an yeah. amazing match to watch mm-hmm. oh yeah i dig that my honorable mention is from the NXT. They have fallen from grace from last year's numero uno, mm-hmm. the Undisputed Era. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They um, were probably the only tag team in all of NXT who had a storyline go throughout the year and were involved in almost every NXT, whereas other tag teams just kind of came in and they were kind of like the gatekeeper to see if they could hang in NXT. Yep. Um. And then once they were done with the Undisputed Era, they kind of went on, and you didn't see them for a month or two months or whatever. Okay. Uh, so my honorable mention is the Undisputed Era, and then my number five is the Best Friends. Got to get down with the Best Friends. Um, same thing, that storyline that kind of crossed like four months, five months worth of mm-hmm. the stew and with Proud and Powerful definitely put them in a lot of people's eyes. Yep. Um, even... COVID itself with that first month or so 
mm-hmm. when they taped everything in like one night. Yeah. I think uh, Trent and I'm forgetting the other guy. Chucky T. Yeah, Chucky T had singles matches. Dare you forget Chucky T? Yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know. I blanked after I thought of Trent question mark. I literally had a question mark. Mm-hmm. It's okay. His name is Charles now. Charles. He's yes. Charles. He's Charles. Charles, Charles the Butler. The Butler. <laughs> but um, they had singles matches that were still like part of a tag team storyline. Yeah. And I still think they killed it in the t- singles match where mm-hmm. you're used to seeing them in a normal tag match. So Chuck Ta- mm-hmm. Chuck Taylor is one of the most underrated talents that they have on the AEW roster. Go and look at any of the matches that he had as the um, the PWG champion. Yeah. And basically just anything he, he did there. Um, he's just such a fun, fun guy to watch. Um, and he was in Chicago too, right? Yeah. Yep. Yep. And as he, like, what... Towards the end of his PWG run, he became like a little more serious about things, and it kind of elevated like what he was doing. And it's just like he's just absolutely awesome, just good guy. I'm sad that Trent's hurt. Yeah, very sad that Trent's hurt because um, had he not gotten hurt, I think we would have. I think I'd have, um, you know, uh, they would be probably even higher on my list. But yeah. Um, but yeah, is that, uh, is that it for your number five? Indeed, sir. All right. Um, so for me, honorable mentions, um, I think, uh, private party, um, still putting on great matches, still fun guys to watch. Um, I think they are like Dan mentioned with Jurassic Express, a team that has, uh, I don't want to say faltered because they haven't faltered, but um, they definitely thrive on the crowd participation. The crowd. And 100%. yeah, so um, when they get back out there, I think they'll still be just as um, energetic and fun uh, to yeah. watch. I think right now pairing them with Matt Hardy mm-hmm. with no crowd uh, is definitely making them relevant again. Yep. Mm-hmm. Just because Matt Hardy can kind of do whatever. Just about to ask what you thought about their heel turn. Yeah. And uh, I think it's making them relevant again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but uh, in regards to that, um, my I do have another honorable mention, and it's just always great to see um, the two of them because they're just fantastic. And the fact that they actually got their due last year um, is Brizongo. Yes. Um, especially all the... The ridiculous openings in their openings that, are probably the that, best things. Yeah, yeah that they changed the fucking spaceman. <laughs> the <one>. spaceman, <laughs> I just all of it was just perfect. Um, that I just I, I really enjoyed. I, that was definitely one of the the things that I when I mentioned the undisputed era was um, after they initially kind of won the titles, yeah, and then lost the titles. Mm-hmm. Um, I think. Zango, I think, was hurt in the beginning of the year. Mm-hmm. Came back, then got hurt again. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. But like I said, it's finally. It was great to see them. Oh, they deserved it. Yeah, finally reached that height of being tag team champions. Did they ever win the SmackDown once? No, nope. no. They were always like right there. They were. Right? They were. They were on the cusp that one time against the New Day, and they lost. I mean, Dang- yeah, Dango's pretty much always hurt. Yeah, yeah. Dango is. Not, uh, yeah. He's the Gronk of wrestling. Yeah. Pretty much, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. But my number five is um, the the duo of Dax Hardwood and Cash Wheeler. Ooh, the FTRs? FTR. The FTR, number five. Yeah, yep. Um, I think my thing with FTR is uh, they're fantastic. They, they wrestle, uh, uh, you know, that antithesis of what a lot of the teams in AEW do. Um, I think the thing, though, is now that uh, you have some bigger guys in AEW, like Brian Cage and and Powerhouse Hobbs and stuff, you're kind of thinking that these two guys are going to be a little bit on the bigger side, like the bigger end of, you know, the guys in 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 the division, so they'd be a little bit more, like, intimidating. Yep. Not as much. No, so they're just kind of brawlers. So yeah, they're, they're they're the brawlers that kind of rely on their wits and you know wily tactics. 
And that makes sense, and it plays right into their old school Southern great style. Hillshit. Yeah, so like that's great. Um, but outside of like maybe the Young Bucks, like their match with the Young Bucks, uh, I don't think they've had a two thumbs up match in. They uh, haven't really had a serious contender outside of that storyline. Yeah, uh, yeah, everybody else is kind of there, put in front of them to be like, oh, they're a threat. Yeah, yeah, and. Um, I, I'm just curious to see where they're going with them. I don't know if one of them's maybe hurt, but right now they're basically they're squabbling with with Jurassic Express now, right? Yeah, yeah. So that'll be that'll be interesting to see. I also I don't know if it was just a creative decision to not go with a four horsemen approach angle, or if they're still saving that for somewhere down the line. I think, I think they're saving it for crowd mm-hmm. long term. Booking. Which they have been doing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they've been long-term booking them, but then you look at somebody like Sean Spears, who was yeah. a you know an agent who was a client of Tully, and now what's he doing? Like it, it's like it, 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 he went off the oh I'm leaving. I'm not. Yeah. I am a member of the. I am a member of the roster. I'm not a member of the like. Okay. Yeah. Like what is it? Like to me, it's just like a okay. There. There's some. I don't want to say creative blunders, but there's uh, definitely some, some pacing issues. Yeah, some pacing issues, and I think that's a bigger, an overall bigger thing with AEW in general, because I don't think that they're willing to <laughs> give up some of those bigger moments yet. Yep, I think they're still holding on for a live crowd, and yeah, yeah they're going to get back to it, but you, you still you everybody need... kind of wants to have their moment. Yeah. And I think they were at, like I think you were able to do that with some of the stuff that they did in the past year between, you know the the parking lot brawl. They the, didn't give everything st- away. Yeah, the sta- yeah. stadium stampede. There was stuff that was still great, and that had no right to be as good as it was. Adjusted for yeah. the time. Yeah, and it, it just you do it in a different way. Like we're still gonna get a blood and guts match. We still haven't had one of those yet. You know, we still haven't had. Um, I mean, we haven't had an actual ladder match since Bucks and uh, Phoenix and Pentagon, right? Escalera de la Mente. And that wasn't even technically AEW yet, right? Or was that the first? I think that was AEW. Yeah, it was yeah. AEW. Yeah, so like, there's still a ton of stuff that they could do. Yeah. But, yeah, so, sorry. Don't want to get on my soapbox. Soapbox? Too late. Soapbox. But, yeah, so Dan. Numero quattro. My number four is The North. So I don't watch a ton of Impact, Mm -hmm. but the stuff that I've seen of The North has been good. I would agree. It's been really good to the point where I really want to see them interact with the AEW tag teams. Well. Because they've been able to pull out really good matches against pretty much anybody. That's unfortunate because supposedly Ethan Page has left Impact. (laughs) Okay, well, I'm not paying attention. To that. <laughs> and uh, well, okay, so the the one that just happened, uh, their pay per view that just happened, hard to kill. Yep, they had did not watch it. Sorry. Okay, they had. I read about it. Yeah, yep. they they had um, Ethan, they had a, basically a storyline going on between Ethan Page and Karate Man, yep. like one of his alter egos. Oh yeah, and, no, I, I didn't really hear about that. And yeah. supposedly he wasn't happy with how like it became. It was like very campy. Yeah, he, he wasn't happy. Out. I was edited. Yeah, and he wasn't happy with that when I'm like, I thought that was hilarious. Like, I thought it was great. Maybe that's not what he was going for, but mm-hmm. okay. Either way, for 2020, yeah, I put them in the top five. Yeah, because so. what I saw was really fun, and like a team like that to interact with, you know, what modern tag teams are like. Just it was fun to watch. I'd agree. Um, which also is my number four. Ooh. Um, they reminded me a lot of the Kurt Angle tag team. Ah, uh, okay. Um, Charlie Haas and Shelton Benjamin, mm-hmm. where they were super athletic. Um, team Angle. Yes, team. I couldn't think of the name. I it, thought it was like a like a super gimmick name, but it wasn't. You know, they reminded me of to a degree, and it was like it, this is a major throwback. But the Steiner brothers, yeah, the OG Steiner brothers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back when they were like in wrestling, yeah. In yeah. singlets and wearing headgear and stuff. Well, the, yeah. the one of the guys does. Yeah, he has the. the yeah, yeah exactly. It was definitely the aesthetic there that yeah. reminded threw it in there. But it's like, oh wow, I would seen like yeah, that and they could do anything, and like mm-hmm. they kind of wrestle anyone and kind of make any match work. Yeah, with yep. any style, super versatile. Um, can still talk and cut promos. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would agree that they're on my uh, number four. I think this is the first time uh, 
Because last year we had no impact guys, right? No, that's on. I think I definitely think it's the first time you've. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Impact probably mine is like because we had Deanna on the women's. Yeah, um, but last year she was still in NXT last year. Yeah, but last year I think we had no impact whatsoever. Yeah, that that might be a. It's interesting to see that impact has kind of taken this year and pulled in a bunch of talent that got let go, but um, they've kind of done interesting things with them. Um, I'd kind of like I wasn't even like paying attention to Impact two years ago, three years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, I'd agree, and I think they've kind of taken like this year they've whatever momentum ROH had has gone to Impact. Yeah, yep. um, I think that they have trimmed some of the fat and they've gotten kind of the cancerous portions that of the locker room that were there out of it and have made a really. Um, Brought in guys who want to work. Yeah, like you go from having, you know, like Austin Aries. Yeah, like Austin Aries just doesn't want to. People who are let go for very valid for reasons. very valid reasons about their outlook and stuff like that, and just are hard, difficult people to work with in general. To a more accepting locker room and a more, um, you know, uh, I think the people were just eager to get a second chance. Yeah, yeah. So. No, I, I I totally agree with you. And then just the stuff that just Don Callis, I think, is probably one of you know one of the the more interesting minds in wrestling mm-hmm. at this t- at this point. So yeah, so you both had yep. the North at number four. Yeah, correct. Okay. Hmm. Uh, I would have to say my number four would be Pentagon and Ray Phoenix, Lucha Bros, Ooh. the Lucha Bros. Ooh. Um I think again, uh I think they're the kind of you know, the standard bear for you know, luchadors, you know. Hundred percent. Um <laughs> at least in the US, I mean the luchador style of wrestling is completely different in Mexico. Oh, yeah. And yeah, you know, like how the how they approach the psychology of a match and the build up of a match and just in general. So um but in terms of what they're doing and the matches they have with the talent they work with. Mm-hmm. I agree. Just awesome. And it'll be a, you know, a sad day when, you know, they do lead to a storyline breakup and they become either single stars or, on they, the ground. or yeah, or they move on to, you know, other tag team partners or whatever it may yeah. be. But, um, and the only reason why, like, I completely agree with you that they're an amazing tag team. They're not in my top five this year, and mm-hmm. it's because their best work was kind of in singles. Um, I, yeah, I think I, Ray Phoenix had a ton of great matches on his own. I think mm-hmm. that Penta had a, a couple of great matches on his own, and when they showed up together, it was mostly with Eddie Kingston stuff and actions, action stuff, yeah. and it wasn't a tag team match. Yeah, and so that's why they're not in my top five. But like, I, I absolutely agree with you. They are uh, again. There's so much talent in AEW here. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're an amazing team. They could very, they could be the the champs tomorrow, and I wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah, and I think that's the thing for me with the Lucha Bros is when they are on my television in a match, and especially when they're working together in a match. Yeah, my eyes are glued. Like they're yeah. next next to some of the other guys on this list the most interesting I, I, both visually and just how they interact. I know they have got the bucks tied up in this whole thing with the good brothers and like going on right now, but I do think that they need to have an opportunity to feud with Penta and Phoenix again. Yeah. Yeah. With non faction included. Yeah. And to be honest, I think that the Lucha brothers need to have a run with the championships. Oh, I'm sure they probably will at some point. Yeah. I don't see them as being the lapdogs to Pac or no, no, you know, for, say, forever, you know. They are both they're both stars, you know. Yeah, and uh, that I think is also one of those things where like when they cra- when the crowds are back, mm-hmm. I can see them doing a blow-off match between them and the Bucks. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's that's just my thought, my number 4. Good call. So, that puts us at number three. Trace. Mm-hmm. My number three is the Young Bucks. And it's just because they've had a great year. You know, arguably one of the best tag team matches of all time with them between Page and Omega. Mm-hmm. Um, great match with FDR. Um, 
the one thing that's kind of bugged me about them this year is kind of the will they won't they go heel. Um, yeah. And I'd like to, to be perfectly honest, I enjoy heel bucks. I want heel bucks, and they're not giving it to me. <laughs> <laughs> so I look at that and I go, come on, just super just, kick them, please. Just, just Batista, just give me what I want. Yeah, just, just, just give me what I want. <laughs> like when, when they had the situation with uh, with Mox the other week, like I just definitely wanted them to like act to come in and be like, oh, no, we can't do this. And then to turn super, super kick. kick Mox. Boom. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we... we but I also appreciate the fact that they're not giving it to me because that's mm-hmm. what's expected. Yeah, I like that. So, like, I, I understand the psychology of it, but I look at it and I go, ah, I just want, I want heel bucks at this point. Yeah. Take it. And, and just solid overall. Like, just. Yeah. It, 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 great matches. They're doing exactly what they wanted to do with AEW, and that's to make it the best tag team division in the world. Cool. My number trace is a giant three way tie. But it all comes down to one. Oh, but you can't. Faction. You can't mention an entire division. One wait, wait, wait. A three-way tie. That's three-way potentially tie. six okay. people. Yeah. That's uh, the one faction, and that is the inner circle. Okay. All right. Um, with, well, considering they, do, I mean, they do actually have a tag team. Yeah, now, a representative tag team. I guess they have. You know, proud and powerful. You had the like, sex gods in the beginning, mm-hmm. and now you have MJF and Chris Jericho. Mm-hmm. Um, you have. Sammy Hagar. Yeah. Um, I With all different tag teams, I think it works for them. Yeah. Especially since you actually have a legit tag team in Santana Ortiz. Yep. Um, so anytime you have your, which is the best tag team in the inner circle, and you go up against Santana Ortiz, you already have credit mm-hmm. just going against them and self, and even though it's inside your own faction. Yeah. Just with like the accolades that Santana Ortiz have. Yeah. So I give it to the entire inner circle. Sweet. And then they all cut promos too. So there's no lack of yeah. them not being able to talk. Uh, yep. They could all wrestle and have a banger of a match either way. Mm-hmm. Even the uh, the giant stampede match that they had. she poop again? Or she no, just she's just burping? being... She's just being bratty. It's almost, Pug's making noise. It's almost time to eat. So Yeah, Inner Circle is my numero trace. Number three. Okay. Alrighty. Um, so my number three is, um, I don't want to say it's surprising because it's not, um, but it is the best friends. Chucky e. T and Trent? Trent. <laughs> Trent. Oh, um, Greggy. Yeah, so I, I just, I they have oh. been, I think they are... One, borked at. Yeah, she's getting borked at. I'm getting borked at. She, they're just two of the most enjoyable wrestlers on the roster. I'm bummed that Trent's out now because I, I wanted to see the payoff between uh, them and Miro and Kip Sabian. Yeah. Um, and I guess maybe this angle that they're working now with Miro and Chucky T being Chucky the Butler. Um, it's still keeping the keeping storyline the, yeah. there. I know they went with that because it's more relatable and people know what a butler is, but I really mm. wish they had gone the route of the young boy. Yeah. Because yeah. it was what was originally pitch and mentioned. Yeah. Mm. So I enjoy everything they do. They can be goofy when they want to be goofy. They can be serious when they want to be serious. Uh, it, they're just – they are – <laughs> they are like the epitome of just like a fun tag team. And while yes, like they are both very underrated singles talents, like they work better together. Yeah. hundred percent. Um, and it doesn't really make sense. Why besides just being like, Oh no, they're the best friends. Yeah. Like that. There's like the you power of friendship. Everybody. Exactly. It's like, they're the best friends. That's what you gotta is. give the people what they want. Yeah. Um, and yeah, I, it, it, it like I said, like was it they had the uh, the match against Hangman and Omega mm-hmm. early into their into uh, their run, and that was awesome. Um, and it was they they were like we're we're getting serious here because we want the like we're we're tired of just being you know one we kind of thing. We you know we're being serious here. Yeah. So. They're gonna try. Yeah, They're, we're gonna try. <laughs> well, and just maybe. and just because Orange Cassidy is amazing. So, yeah. Bark, bark. Lazy thumbs up. Mm-hmm. Can knock over the camera. She is. Gonna <laughs> <knock over the laughs> <camera>. <laughs> just straight up tantrum. She was very close to just. <laughs> she was like, "Fuck you guys." Yeah. We have an angry pug mm-hmm. staring at us. 
As you can hear. Asking for food. I'm going to go feed her real Cute quick. Cam 43. All right. I just love the fact that Tess is like, enough of this shit. <laughs> feed my ass. <laughs> I would have laughed so hard if she had knocked over the camera. She amazing. looked like she was going to. Oh, she was beelining straight forward, but the fact that she can't see. So, <laughs> so like, she got, like, I don't know if she got, like, those daredevil senses, like the proximity alerts. Uh, like, like I'm, get, I'm getting close to something. She walked, she, like, kind of sidestepped the camera and continued, then turned around and barked at us. Goddamn Catalina wine mixer. <laughs> <sighs> okay, so that was my number three. A little two skis. Daniel, would you like to reveal your runner-up? FTR. Okay. Son yeah, just uh, kind of came into AEW, had the immediate payoff of uh, challenging. Uh, well, I guess it wasn't immediate uh, for the build-up between them and uh, Kenny but, and Page. But, but yeah, but taking, taking the belt off of Hangman and Kenny mm-hmm. when you kind of thought it was, oh, it was, maybe it'll be the Bucks who do that. Maybe it'll be... yeah. Yeah, <clears throat> maybe it'll be somebody else. But and no. I, I absolutely love, I adore the match between FDR and, and the Young Bucks. I know a lot of people are like, "Oh, hey, that's a big payoff match." It wasn't great, but if you the greatest tag team if, match, if you knew the references and you mm-hmm. got all the stuff that was going on about like it was a love song to the hit, like tag team wrestling. Yeah. yeah, like just all the homages and everything. Oh, it worked so well, and yeah. um, everything I wanted to see out of them. So the, the, they they paid off that year for me just with that match. Yeah, and I have to I have to agree with you at least with that match being just amazing. Um, you know, and it, it takes two to tango, and to have a you know to have opponents like the Young Bucks, yep, who who contrast your style of wrestling so well, um, but still being able to do what they did in that mm-hmm. almost. I mean, what was it? 35, 45 minutes almost. Yeah, it was like close to forty five minute match. Yeah, it was awesome. Um, it, and that's the thing is. I remember you and I watching it, and we're like, this is kind of starting off slow. But then, like, 15 minutes in, we were locked in, and we're like, oh, my God, this is amazing. Yeah. And then it went for another, like, 20 minutes, and we were like, what? Like, Yeah. Yeah. So, crazy. Yeah, if if you went to go get snacks after that first, like, five minutes, I can understand why you didn't like the match. But if you sat through and watched the whole thing, oh, man, it just built and built and built and got to the point where it's like, Another thing, too, with that is, like, if you never watched wrestling before, and this is kind of like your introduction to wrestling, yeah, a lot of, like, the homages that they did, they're going to go over your head. You're yeah. not going to understand. Yeah. You might not, and you might not enjoy it for the time that it takes for them to play out. Yeah. Like, it, it's just like, okay, why, why is this taking so long? Why, why you know? Yeah. yeah and kind of, like, both teams going and harking back to, like, the history of their style of wrestling. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, it was so good. And, uh... I do want to see more from them in terms of, I think the one thing that apart from the Bucks, I just don't know if they really had a plan for FDR to come in apart from that feud. Yeah. And that like, there's some fun stuff going on with, with Jurassic Express right now, because you can't have a match Jurassic Express and not be fun. Mm-hmm. Um, but I just don't know if they have a good feud beyond the, the Bucks right now. I, w- I would love to see them have a match against the Lucha Brothers. I'd love to see them have a match ag- up against, um, like a team like uh, Top Flight. Yeah, um, and I, I think that was the thing where I I was kind of scratching my head almost that their reign as tag team champions was sh- so short. Yeah. Uh, I'm like, okay, is it do they not have a long-term contract with AEW, or mm-hmm. did you set up this angle just so they could have the match with the Bucks? Like, to me, it was, okay, you have all of this talent, and... I mean, they had matches against Kenny and uh, Kenny and Hangman, best friends. I think Private Party, they did a private like, party match, yep. like, but only one. Yeah, and not did. like like not multiple. Like you know, like I think the Private I, Party match was during the tournament they did. Yeah, yeah. like th- I think they should have had like actual feuds prior to them feuding with the Young Bucks. Yep. Like I understand that like it became more of a story about the Young Bucks and them being like, we need to get back to what we were and not having it anymore, but yep. It, it, I mean, it, like the payoff was still great, but I think that's where I'm almost thinking it, why they were lower. So, so much lower on my list. It's because it's like the, okay, it almost seems like there wasn't that learn, long-term booking where you, th- yeah. you, you're like, no, it is long-term booking. I'm like, is it though? I'm like, they, they already had that, 
the, the problem that there is a clash of titans that you were expecting from the outside you know, perspective you can go either way depending yeah. on how they pay it off <laughs> yeah but yeah that's just me though yeah uh, i'd be very curious to see if the if ftr sticks around with AEW for a while if they have like some of the new teams that have come in like i'd love to see them have a match against like bear country on dark speaking yeah. of speaking like, of bear country yeah watching uh dynamite on wednesday you can see the big bear on like the heel side, yep. Just because he's so massive, he yep. just towers <laughs> over everybody. Yep, yeah. It was just a quick little mm-hmm. thing that I noticed. I was like, "Oh, there's Bear Country," because yeah. there's seven people behind him and nobody can see. Yeah, it's just funny how like build heights are like not actual heights at all because like. Uh, just make them taller. Yeah, like we've 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 met them like in person. Like yeah, they walked by uh, me and I was like, shit. Is it is it is it Bronson that's the bigger one or Beefcake? Uh, Bronson. Okay, because he's really only like two inches taller than me. Like he's not the like the tallest dude in the world. He's probably six yeah. eight, six four. I think Beefcake is maybe an inch or so tall than I am. Yeah, I'd also like to like like for dream matches for them like this year. I want to see like I like to see a match with them versus like the FTR crew. Like have yeah. like Cage and Starks. Mm-hmm. FTR, you mean FTW? Oh yeah, yeah. FTW. Just, FTR is a team. Just a lot of <laughs> just a lot of beef in that ring. Yep. They're gonna wrestle themselves. Yeah, don't they all? <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, is that the point of? Uh... Touche. <laughs> hey, yeah. you go out there and wrestle a mop yep. or a broom. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that was kind of the uh, the storyline of their match with the Young Bucks is that FTR basically wrestled themselves at the end. They're like, we're gonna turn away from what we do mm-hmm. and try to do somebody else's stuff. No yep. flips, just fists. Yep. Yep. Say yeah. So they're my number two. All right. Well, my number two is Super Kick Party, the Young Bucks. I'm still waiting for the for the great heel turn, not like the slow. Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. let's just be the boys. Too sweet, me. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I think their payoff now is they're going to Super Kick Kenny. Do like, do they do they turn on Kenny? Become friends with Hangman again? Like, what? Like, like is Hangman ever going to be? I don't friends care. with anybody again, or is he going to be this lone cowboy? I, I want the know? lone cowboy. To bring in another cowboy, but that's how I feel about that. Yeah. So, like, my whole thought on it, just like, yeah, I, I don't know, but I'm right there with you, Bry. My number two, just, my, my number two yeah. is also the Young Bucks. I'm not Matches gonna, up the wazoo. Yeah. Just that, here's, here's my money. Yeah, that and they did have a great kind of arc throughout the entire year from going in, you know, and even back into 2019, losing that first round match against Private Party that we saw in per- person for the first. Yeah. AEW, um, you know, tag team champions, and then you know losing at Revolution against Kenny and Hangman, yep. and you know they weren't the team that they originally thought they were. You know, they they were like, are we focusing too much on EV, being EVPs? Are we focusing too much on this or that? We need to get back to being the best goddamn tag team in the world. Do and, we need to offer Brandon Cutler another contract? Do we? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, why not? He's a, why not? He's a good guy. Free contract, yeah. ready cutler. <laughs> Three contract cutler. Yeah. So, like to me, that's I, I, I think that um, their kind of arc throughout the year has been that. Yeah. And now, are they the best tag team in the world again? I think that's why FTR kind of was just a bit outside for me. Mm-hmm. Um, they're great. Don't get me wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Um, amazing. Mm-hmm. I just think. With coming in so kind of late mm-hmm. inside of the pandemic, when all these other teams were already kind of established, established, kind yeah. of already at the top, kind of thing, that it's like okay, you have to come in and literally just tear the house down for the last I don't know four months that they had. I also think that that's a situation where if they had the crowds. It would it would have been it would different, have been a much much bigger better. event. Yeah, because you'd be yeah. get you'd be getting the the reaction of the back and forth and the false finishes and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah. and you can only have so many Austin guns. Like, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So you can only um, yell so loud. Yeah. Yeah. So for me, FTR was just a tiny bit outside of my top five, even the honorable mentions, just because they had so short of a time, mm-hmm. and like outside of the Bucks and Kenny and Hangman. Yeah. What was there? Yeah, if they had not shown back up after that match 
Um, I didn't the, think they the were young bucks. I didn't think I, they, they probably would have been an honorable mention for me at that point. Yeah, um, they, they, they would have been like the fact they're still back and moving around and like still had a couple matches afterwards. This yeah. is why they're still in the top five. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so that, that yeah. that's my number two as well. Um, and I, <laughs> <laughs> I think we did it again, guys. We did. did we do it freaking again? So. We're yeah. like we're like three heads of a Cerberus or a Hydra. It's all the same. It's all the same. Great yeah. is great. It is. Is yeah. it? Yeah. It's probably all the same reasons as it was for real. Recognize <laughs> real number yeah. one for our mail bracket or list, and yeah. that is the Hangman and the Kenny Omegs. Yep. Mm-hmm. All around. Just the, the yeah. Just Hangman, Adam Page, and Kenny Omega. The fact that these two guys, as a single. Mm-hmm. And a tag team, yep. Both make the number one on all three of our lists. Mm-hmm. Just here's all my money. Yeah, like it, it's just it just goes to show that in reality, like this whole character of Hangman being this outsider or whatever, the entire story arc like, of Hangman, like you couldn't do that without Hangman having such a good friendship with Kenny and the Bucks. Like yeah. in reality, like. It, it would come off as inauthentic. Exactly. But there is that actual friendship, and there, you, you've seen that throughout, you know, all of that. So it's funny to go to see, you know, this kid who basically was, you know, a mid-card ROH guy to be brought into the Bullet Club to basically become Cody's... Beat the shit out of everyone. Become Cody's lackey and then kind of make a name for himself and to be one of the hottest properties in your brand new company that's less than two years old... And, and to fail so many times and to build yourself back up and then to fail and then to feel like like an imposter and all that kind of stuff. It's crazy. Yeah. And they have done such, like, the storytelling that they've done with this has been so good and so nuanced. That, Long-term books. Yeah, that, like, you, it doesn't feel like you're going in sections. It doesn't feel like you're, oh, we're talking about the, the Kenny and Hangman tag team. You're... you're you know the hangman losing the first AEW championship. It's all it it it, it seeps into one another. You know, yeah, and it's like a watching like a, a TV series. Yep. And at the end of the episode, continues from the previous episode. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Not like oh okay this this match is done okay on to the next episode that has nothing to do with the previous yeah. episode disregard like, we're starting over yeah mm-hmm. like this entire mm-hmm. hangman storyline goes from dark to dynamite to bte mm-hmm. yep. to dark mm-hmm. to dynamite to bte for the last two years it's almost. one of those situations where if you're actually following all the different things they're doing like bte and just if they're done online oh yeah it, yeah, yeah. it, it pays it off so much better my phone died <laughs> it's like the light went out. <laughs> well, at least this is going. So we're no longer recording for video, everybody. But we're, we're recording ugly faces audio. Yep. Um, no, I, I agree there. And, and the only thing that I can think of, like as far as a payoff, that was ooh. it. Ooh. Hot, hot. The, the, yeah, the, I made it twenty minutes in the varsity jacket and was like, no, yeah, it's too like these lo- these lights too much. Yep. Uh, the, the only thing that can kind of rival the payoff that I saw, like between. The hangman, the hangman page, and uh, Kenny match with the Bucks uh, was similar to the payoff that they had, um, you know, back when it was uh, the Golden Lovers versus the Bucks. Yeah, where, like it, it was the story was told on BTE. Mm-hmm. If you've been paying attention to it, then it, it, it hit that much harder. Or even Kenny Reed, yeah, yeah. reuniting with Coda, yeah. um, in that you know, the end. Yeah, it, it, it's just like the Kenny's. You know Kenny's allegiances versus Kenny's heart. You know, like yeah. it, 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 in what he feels is right. So it's um, Kenny's friendships versus the business. Yeah, I think too with the way that they did the storyline, where whether you're watching Dark and BTE or just Dynamite, you were connected and still had all the feels because it worked on different levels. Yeah, yeah, like he could be kind of. They could be goofier on BT, like BTE, and then it made more sense for him mm-hmm. and like his character wise of where he was yeah. to go around and just throw watermelons for mm-hmm. no apparent reason, yeah, or to show up and play cops and robbers with he was, he was Dark very Order. Drunk. Mm-hmm. 
and you know I have like a, a finger shootout and be, oh, yeah. you know perfectly fine. Um, whereas if you only watch Dynamite, you still had that portion of okay, Hangman. Oh, I feel for you, Hangman. Here's here's a drink, Hangman. Mm-hmm. Whereas Dark and Dynamite are, you know, you're in like that mid card level of mm-hmm. the storyline. But if you did all three across the entire thing, then all you want to do is just buy Hangman merch and buy him beer. Yep. Yeah. You sure do. But yeah, so I mean that. I mean to me that that kind of just wraps up, um, you know, AEW in a nutshell of the past year. And I I guess you could say the the greater wrestling world. Um, is there anything else that you really want to see come this? Next year, outside of just live audiences. Our our upcomings, who we would like to see? Or just story beats, anything. What do you, I mean, do you want to see, do you want to see, you know, for me, I want to see how this AEW Impact stuff pays off. I want to see if it leads to more cross promotions. I read, like, I mean, is the forbidden door to Japan open now? Like, you know, it, when is Mox getting back to New Japan? Like, I, like I think, I think of a lot of that is tied up due to travel to begin with. Yeah, yeah. So I, I know there's been a lot of rumors about that, but to be perfectly honest, like, I don't know if it's the talent that's just kind of keeping it up. But like, tend to doing like little Twitter shots at yeah. Moxley. Oh no, like, you can't you can't get into Japan yeah. now from. The oh yeah, US. no, I understand. Yeah, that's that's yeah. why you can't do this. Yeah. And and if you do, you have from what I heard, you fly to Japan, you quarantine, quarantine for ten days. Mm-hmm. Then do whatever, but you're still quarantined. Yep. And then fly back, and then you're quarantined all over again. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's not really a, a a great choice unless not a great option yeah. if you're trying to continue a storyline. Yeah. Yeah. No. Basically, being cooped up for a month. Yeah. To do a single spot. So yeah, yeah that sucks. Um, well, yeah, that's interesting. My, that's my thought. It's, <laughs> the, it's the hope mm-hmm. for everyone to see the New Japan and All Elite kind of throw down. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think with Impact being in... in a just world, this is going to yeah. happen. Yeah. But I think with Impact being in Florida, yep. it makes it a lot easier to do cross-brand. Oh, yeah, 100%. And that's why I like to see them. I would love to see them do more of that and not just have yeah. it be the Good Brothers and Kenny. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but if they were touring like normal, I think yeah. it would be a little harder. Yep. Um, but you would also have that crazy crowd pop. Have Motor City come in and yeah. fight FTR. You know, it, it like yeah, in Detroit. You yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. Like have a, just something ridiculous like that. They did lose one of their tag teams though in the Impact in the Rascals. Yep, yep. They just joined NXT. They joined NXT. Are they MZK? They're MSK. MSK. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think they were great in Impact. Um, they hopefully will be good in NXT as long as they don't get you know shit on and forgotten. And thrown to the wolves. I think it's too easy to happen. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, I, I'm. I think I'm going to give myself. I really haven't given main roster WWE a chance in a while. I think I'm going to kind of reset. I watched the pay per views, um, mainly because before the match they have their ten minute video recap. Video recap. Last three months of build up. Yeah, yeah. yeah okay, that's kind of what I've been doing. Yeah, and other than. Like keeping up with the people you stuff. like are still really good. So yeah, like, no, I know. Like Kevin know. Owens, still fucking great. AJ Shinsuke Nakamura, still still underrated. Yeah. You got a song WWE. back. Yeah, you got a song back. He's he's face again. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, Cesaro still not being used properly. No, yeah. not at all. <laughs> uh, I I'll probably watch the Royal Rumble. Yeah, I watch weekend. I watch yeah. the Rumble. But you could actually stand Roman Reigns now because he's a heel. Yeah, um, I'm hoping he. Paul Heyman's still amazing. Adds to the table. Yeah. Um, I think Apollo Cruz needs to join this table. Yep, uh, a change for Apollo would be good. I think with no crowd right now, definitely what he needs. Mm-hmm. Even being a babyface with a crowd, it was a little rough. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think he should join this what family faction, whatever yep. he's calling it. I, I think that um, what Romans? Uh, yeah, yeah. I think having Seth take some time out to be a family man mm-hmm. is going to make sense. He's been kind of oversaturated the last couple oh, yeah, of years, yeah, in my yeah. opinion. Yeah. Um, what's your uh, What's your thought of him coming in at number thirty in the Rumble? Um, maybe not winning it, but coming back at number thirty. No, no. 
Is that too soon? They just had their it's kid. Soon, like, yeah. They just had their kid. Like I'm hoping they don't do that. I, I, I want to see him take some time away because again, I think he was yeah. just yeah too much. I just Seth Rollins over the last three years. It was granted it was Survivor Series, and yeah. I think the way that they kind of ended it with him just laying down mm-hmm. and him only going out for a month after laying down, or yeah. almost two months after laying down, I just don't think it will do justice for what he did. Yeah. Yep. Um, if they want to bring him back after WrestleMania to maybe June or whatever the pay-per-view after WrestleMania is, mm-hmm. then all for it. But I think the rumble at that surprise entrance of 30 is just a waste. Yeah. I mean, I think Seth works better as a heel slash tweener. Um, I think there's, I, d- <laughs> I did not like the, the Messiah gimmick. No. Yeah. No, just wasn't for me. It j- yeah. just didn't make, uh, I mean, like, you need the architect. Yeah, I like the heel. architect Seth Rollins better. I like the shield Seth Rollins better. Um, it, it, yeah, the the Messiah just didn't do it for me, and I don't know if that's just because it it started. It, it started before the the pandemic, and then turned into this brand new thing during the pandemic. And I think that's one of the things that turned me off from WWE at that point because I wasn't in love with. The the angle. I didn't like I like I'm gonna I'm, What killed me was the draft. Yeah. As bringing in new stars to different brands to have mm-hmm. different mm-hmm. feuds, but all the feuds transferred over. You just drafted the same guys and transferred to a different show. Yeah. 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 So <sighs> let's try that feud over here. Yeah, that's where I was like, Nope, I'm done with this. Yeah. Like how long did they do the Rey Mysterio Seth on Raw and then brought For way them, too long way too brought long. them over to SmackDown all over to SmackDown just to do it again yeah I was just like and then they did the same thing with um with Owens and Alistair. they brought them mm-hmm. to SmackDown yeah. and it's just like it, and I'm just like speaking of Alistair. you haven't seen him yeah yeah I wonder how much a lot longer is what's it called is contract hopefully soon yeah I'm I'm guessing he's probably. No, I think he was a Paul Heyman guy, and now yep. that Paul Heyman's he was. not around. There was a couple guys that are Paul Heyman guys that now you don't see. Yeah. So Andrade um, was one of them. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, Do you even see, like, I... Think about Andrade, though, is they gonna, they, they, they kind of have to walk on eggshells there, you know, with the relationship with Charlotte. Yeah. I think that's why they took him off screen while Charlotte was gone. Yep. And I'm thinking they are bringing him back mm-hmm. with Charlotte. Yep. So Charlotte will do all the talking and he'll just do Hidden. the wrestling. Yeah. yeah. Because uh what's her face is gone now? Thea. I forget yeah. what her name was. Selena Vega. Selena Vega. Yeah. Yeah. Um and her being gone and Alistair not being seen anywhere? Yeah. There was a, another guy too that was a Paul Hammond guy that they're not using. So um uh, do you I have mean, any Ricochet. Ricochet. Yeah, do, yeah. do we have anybody that we want to see in other brands? Um I want James Storm, but I know where do you, where do you want James Storm in though? See, I, I want Alistair and Ricochet in AEW. Yes, personally, I, would, I think they would fit well right there. Yep, um, uh, I, I think that gives uh, if you put Alistair and Ricochet in AEW, I think it gives immediate something for like Scorpio Sky to do. Um, yeah, you know, more more higher end mid card guys. Yeah, so like, just just <clears throat> I can see Alistair have a feud with Cody. Yeah, like I can't like the thing that bothers me is like it's like I feel like you get the TNT championship and it's immediately oh here's Brian Cage yep. to feud with it's like, you, like well that's what it is right yeah, now. Yeah, you're not like, wrong he, it's like here's FT uh, here's FTW to <laughs> yeah, feud with. it's like Taz is gonna come out because yeah. we're talking TNT championship <laughs> yeah so like I, <laughs> where is he <laughs> where's Taz as, mu- as much as I like yeah. Beep. As much as Cage and and all those guys are, are I can see awesome, like I can see like, like Ricochet versus like Starks. Yeah. Well, they kind of had a little yeah. thing going in um, Lucha Underground. Yeah. Before Ricochet left, that's what I'm saying. It's like I I want to see this talent be mm-hmm. utilized somewhere and like not just like thrown to the wolves. Thrown to the wolves. Yeah. And, like, not used properly. To To be honest, the only way I actually would want to see Aleister Black or Tommy End, whatever you want to call him these days. And um, or if you want to refer to him, 
I think it should cool. go back. If there, if, if, if he doesn't, if he goes to AEW, the only way I want to see him is being the, um, the third man to the Butcher and the Blade. That'd be interesting. I could dig that. Um, just because I don't think Butcher and the Blade and Eddie Kingston will last forever. No, I think um, they're going to have Eddie float around and lose everybody. Yeah, I think, in my opinion, I, uh, and I don't think he wants to do this because he's a married man. But I would much rather see Aleister Black in New Japan. You know, oh, yeah. No, just I... having giant freaking chop battles with Tomohiro Ishii and just slugging it out with guys like that in Hiroki Goto and Back stuff like that. Back to his progress yeah. roots. Yeah, just yeah, just be that fucking, like... If they keep... If WWE keeps that him... That guy should nobody in Japan wants yeah, to fight. Yeah. Doesn't let him go. I think they should put him in the UK. But I, I if, could, if they're not going to use them, put them I, over there. I could also see Aleister Black being somebody that you could put up against like Moxley, like outside of a title picture, just a brawl. Yeah, see that like that. I don't, I don't love when Aleister Black gets into quote unquote brawls. I like him in like yeah, hard hitting like like his strong it, style. Yeah, like it, his matches with. No, I, I agree that I think that, new, but I'm th- I'm saying like right now. Until maybe midway through the year, New Japan isn't an option. Yeah, no, no, no. But uh, that's where I'm just yeah. saying. If, and we don't know when this contract's up. So, True. Yeah. Truth. But that, like, I would want to see him, like, my favorite matches of him are, like, against, like, people like Adam Cole and Johnny Gargano in yeah. WWE, where it's not just, like, we're going to brawl outside the barrier for 20 minutes. No, like. Technical at the same time. Yeah. The other question I have for you guys uh, is where do you see the future of NXT with their USA contract coming up? And the new thing with Peacock. Ooh, I think 205 Live is going to go bye-bye. Um, if not, it's going to be like the new main event. I'm, you're, you're breaking news to me. I didn't realize 205 Live was still around. Yeah. It is. Friday yeah, nights. <laughs> Friday nights. Um, it replaced main event or superstars, whatever they did yeah. before. Um, I think that will be the actual main event now. Mm-hmm. There will be no more main event, no more superstars, whatever still around. 205 Live will become that. And if not, then it will be taped before NXT because a bunch of them are still kind of NXT-ish. In yeah. A, in and out. Yeah. They go back and forth between the yeah. two. Like yeah. the Cruiserweight Championship gets defended on NXT. Yeah, so they won't be traveling, I think, with yeah. Raw or SmackDown. I think they'll be the, the before show of NXT. Uh, and with... Peacock kind of having the $5 subscription, but mm-hmm. with ads. Yeah. It's like, how many people are going to so, buy Peacock now? So, yeah. So, like, that's my thing. Because, like, I have Peacock right now because I have Xfinity. Yeah, exactly. So, like, am I getting, right now, am I getting Peacock, like, the free version of Peacock with my Xfinity subscription? And are they converting my WWE Network subscription, my paid one, into a Peacock subscription? Is that what's happening? Uh, like I haven't yeah. dealt. Like I've seen Nobody the news. Knows. I didn't dive deep into it. I don't the, think they know yet. So the, the, the only thing I saw was somebody on Twitter get real pissed off because, like, they basically did a comparison of the search in the WWE Network, which is actually really good. Their backbone, the backbone of their product, was oh, based off better. was based off of the MLB Networks yep. product. So you could search, you know, whoever. Like you could search. Uh, a person, you can search a time period, you can search... Yeah, and you'll get yeah. matches from that person or whatever. And there's collections. Yeah. Yep. Whereas they went and did a search on Peacock for like... It's the worst. Like It was like Amy Poehler was like on the front page of Peacock, and they searched Amy Poehler on Peacock, and nothing showed up. That sounds about right. So like... Yeah, I don't. I don't know how they're gonna manage this. Is this just Vin, is this just Vince being like, I just want more money. I don't care anymore. So I, th- I think 100 yeah. percent that it was uh, the amount of money that they're gonna make off of that deal versus yeah, you know. Did, I think they took keeping with the, yeah. the with their own streaming projects. No, it's, it's they're, they're gonna make a ton more doing this. Yeah, because now they don't have to pay anything. No, they're, they're just giving out the content now. Yep, and uh, yeah, so it's the free script. Free or five dollars, whatever it is, non peacock users. I think yep. it's five, but you get ads. It's the ten without ads, which also makes them asking everyone about their tiers and how they wanted to do the tiers and stuff completely gone. 
Yeah. Um, and at that point, too, that was what them trying to bring in other, like, so progress and a bunch of other random small-time yeah. promotions that they had bought. But now yeah. it's like... Evolve and all them. Yeah, so where are they going to go now? Is Evolve or Progress or... They're going nowhere is what they're going. Anywhere yeah. of those small promotions that they all bought? Probably not. Does their library go to the Peacock? Or is that being pulled because you only have the $5 one or do you have to get the $10 one to get that? It's probably not going... It's probably just going away. I know they lost the ESPN. Yeah. ESPN is rip shit. That they went to Peacock and NBC, so yep. instead of ABC and ESPN, ESPN pulled. Well, they didn't pull all their stuff, mm-hmm. but they stopped writing articles. Yep, and now they are no longer highlighting them on their website. Oh Sounds wow! Because right. I mean, I like I see it's a what, business. I see what's it called like all the time. Like I see AEW referenced on like Sports Illustrated and stuff all the time now. Yeah. Yep. Like so, that's that's kind of crazy. Yeah, we may or may not see Charlie Caruso on ESPN anymore. Weird. Um, I mean, it just it'd be funny just because I'm at this point. Disney has so much money; they could have just outright bought the WWE without. They were in talks, but Vince went to Peacock. Yeah, yeah. It's all about the money. So I think Vince went there because money. Yeah, and probably Disney and ESPN and all that. I I think the Disney and ESPN were probably just to be like, "Look, we're gonna buy you." Yeah, (laughs) and like they they're just like, "We're gonna buy you," and we don't. We don't care anything about Vince that, McMahon. That's what yeah. that's like, the issue. I think Vince McMahon went with Disney, Marvel, and all those other names being bigger than he was. Yeah. Versus NBC having. Well, I, I can also see them like if Disney acquired WWE, they're going to take it out of the old man's hands. Yeah. Like we're going to put somebody in that's going to fix. Oh, this. they're going to Disneyify yeah. it, and and like that's probably they're going to wide roll the sports. It. Yeah, that's probably yeah. a good thing. Like. That'd be a good thing. It might be close to Vince's vision. Yeah. But Vince not getting the credit for it. <laughs> yeah. That's the issue. Yeah. That's the issue. <laughs> and that's the thing is like, you can tell if, if the XFL has a, even a tiny bit of success now that it's under the rock and uh, his partner, like be pissed. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. I also, a uh, prediction for this year is I do see, uh, AEW overtaking raw and SmackDown ratings. Yeah. Especially if they, they get their second show. Yeah, raw ratings in particular. SmackDown maybe. They've already beat them in the in the like the the key demographic. Yeah, like in the uh, was it like the tw- the thirty to tw- uh, forty five or the twenty twenty to it's like 20, 28 to forty three or yeah the demographic like we're in yeah. yeah they've already beaten them yeah um so while yes like raw and SmackDown still have higher viewers across the board the total viewership. The demographic, the key demographic that they're trying to sell ads to. But the issue with that, too, now that they're going to lose is Raw and SmackDown were on Hulu. Yep. For free if you had Hulu. Mm-hmm. But now that they're going to Peacock, they're no longer going to be on Hulu or Prime unless you have a paid subscription. But if you don't have a Prime thing, yep. then you're not going to pay for Peacock. So yeah. you're not going to have Raw or SmackDown. So the bottom line is all these. Media companies coming out with their own streaming services isn't much better than actually just having fucking cable because they're all going to have different it's shit. It's yeah, and, and worse. All paying all together, you're going to pay for what you were cable. And these companies that were screwing you with cable, they're not screwing you twice with streaming. It's worse. Yep. So yeah. So now they're going to lose those viewers on the Hulu. Yeah. For the people who don't have the the DVR or their any of that stuff mm-hmm. that watched it on Hulu, like yeah, you may have missed a promo or some random match because I think it's only like an hour and a half or like an hour and 15 on Hulu. Yeah. Now you're not going to have that. Well, gang, that was our 2020. Maybe some hopes for 2021 here at the end. That's the hopes because I'm itching for some, some somewhere to go. Yep. Not not a lot of faith so far. I just want it to be better. I don't care if it's like half better. Just, just want to be better. Just be better. Yeah. 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 Fucking 2020. Fuck 2020. Goodbye.
Adios. See you next time. I'm on the brink, a back to the wall, a villain when I'm ready to brawl. I'm killing it's really it's silly how I'm messing with y'all. Speaking, it's easy to see me coming through in the clutch now. Duck down, profound sounds dropping like touchdowns. Cursing and verses like missing persons, you never find it. Go and rewind it a second time if you need reminded. But shit, a contradiction might better define it. I'm grinding to sharpen the talent instead of bitching and whining. Culture refining the perfect pressure to press a diamond. It's in your time and not what you wear when you say you're rhyming. As far as I'm in, I'll never make it to raise an island. Call me an island, I'm solitary in my confinement. Forget my elegant eloquence while I'm relevant. Carefully dismantle your status just for the hell of it. Heavy like an elephant, desolate while I'm reckoning. It's strictly just for the benefits evident in my devilment. And now the residents fear the presence of melanin. Malevolent supremacists speaking venomous sentences. Forget the precedent, get a taste of your medicine. A tranquilizer dart to your face, embrace the sedative.